Travel Tuesday, last episode of the year. And to make it special, we are still in Mexico and I want you to explore Mexico with your five senses. If you want more information about Mexico City, in the last episode, I explained all the practicality, how to navigate the city, where to stay. But here we're going to drive straight in. Mexico is one of the best places to eat in the world, so no surprises that most of your senses will be explored around food. First sense, sight. Option one, if you want to stay within the city. As recommended in my last episode, you should stay in Colonia Condesa or Colonia Roma. Walk around, hang with the locals and their cute dogs at the beautiful parks, such as Plaza Rio de Janeiro and around Avenida Amsterdam. Park Mexico and Park España are very beautiful. The first thing to do is breakfast. And for that, I recommend going to Tetela. The menu is inspired by flavor from Oaxaca and offer the best classic dishes a Mexican mother will cook for you, such as chilaquiles. They are very good over there. They also have breakfast cocktails, including passion fruit, watermelon, and grapefruit mimosas. Feel free to spice it up with some tequila or mezcal. Okay, back to what you need to see. Go window shopping or actual shopping in Clima Street, where the best boutiques mostly promote leading Mexican designer. Roma Quince is a great concept store for that matter. Another place for shopping in Roma is called El Parian. It's an open-air art deco building where you can stroll around shops and eat tree. It's a very cool spot. It is like shopping in a botanical garden. And for dinner, M. Restaurante is a fusion of Mexican and Japanese ingredients. It has become one of the best restaurants in Mexico City. It's been created by a young chef called Lucho Martinez, so it's one to be seen. You can choose between the long omakase menu or a la carte. But one thing you should not miss is the crispy fried chicken. Absolutely delicious. Finish the night at the cocktail bar above them. All the cocktails are mezcal inspired, of course. Definitely go to that. Another thing not to miss is the Quiquilio Pyramid, which is an Aztec ruin right in the middle of the city. And it's a very interesting to see that because it's surrounded by all the modern buildings and it's been well conserved. And it's also, it has a nice concert venue next door too. So if you happen to be there in, in Mexico City and go to a gig, you should definitely check the Quiquilio Pyramid. Option two. If you want to explore further away from Mexico City, you can go to Xochimilco. It's a canal surrounded with agricultural site. Xochimilco is a fun place to spend a few hours on the south side of the city. You visit the area while sitting on colorful gondola. They call trajineras and they cruise up and down the waterways. It's great for people watching because some people are having parties on those boats. You have singing mariachi band. An array of vendors selling all sorts of things from food, tequila, everything, cigarettes. <laughs> the boat also passed by an island, this very mystical island full of dolls that have been hanging around trees. The legend says that a farmer lost his daughter in the water and she used to love dolls. So he hanged out hundreds of them in her honor. It can be a bit creepy, but oh well, each their own. Second sense, test. Markets are always the best place to enjoy the local life. I specifically recommend Mercado Medellin. You get everything in one place. It has a friendly local feel. It's also not too crowded. You have many food stalls there where you can try local delicacies. I had one of the best barbacoa lamb tacos there. Super good. On the more upscale side of things, I recommend Mercado Roma. 
which is more focused on food stand than the other markets in the area. You'll find posh tapas, vegan tacos, a beer garden in the rooftop, and plenty of dessert-focused stands, actually. Mexico is becoming more and more of a wine aficionado destination, and the city is currently focusing on regional organic wines. The best address to pair those wines with small plates is at Hugo El Wine Bar, unpretentious atmosphere with the perfect food and amazing service. It feels a bit like one of those wine caves in Paris, but added with the friendly service. <laughs> not like the French, I'm just joking. This section will not be complete if I don't give honorable mention to Botanico as a dining destination. It's set in a house designed to send you back into the 50s. It's like the dining at Frida and Diego's house with absolutely stunning garden full of tall plants, huge cactus, pond with koi fishes and extremely creative, delicious food. The chef Ali Navarro and Ernesto Hernandez have really made a name for themselves with this one. The fish they are dito with black garlic ponzu topped with fried leek is to die for. Also, their amazing seasonal salad and ravioli with local ingredients, not to mention their cocktail selection. If you are in Mexico City, definitely make a reservation to this place. You won't be disappointed. Your test won't be disappointed. If you are ever tired of Mexican food, who would? Well, if some, for some reason you are, then go to Anonimo. It's an Italian-inspired restaurant by German-Mexican chef called Klosmeyer, who also focuses also on natural wine. So it's a good place to go for dinner there. Third sense, sound. After all this food, it's time to get the night started. I can only recommend Hololo. This is one of the best cocktail bars in town. And there are many of them. You also have Licorea Limonto, which is a great cocktail bar. But what I do like here is the fact that they can craft anything you want when you describe what you usually drink. The atmosphere is quite intimate and they play electronic music. So those who know me understand why I picked this place. And some of the best DJ actually play here on a weekly basis. And nothing beats enjoying great music with great cocktails. For those who want to take the night a bit further and go to a club, there's a private club called M. N. Roy that plays excellent music. You need to, to be in, in electronic music though, however. This is why I am, so I share that. It's the best club I visited when I was in Mexico City. It's not easy to get in though, but usually they are not very selective. If they, they see that you're a foreigner, you are you usually fine. However, in any case, I did have a contact, so drop me a note. If you want to go. Four cents, touch. For those who are interested about Mexican food culture and the origin of all the ingredients, I can only recommend taking a cooking class. I love doing that when I travel for a deep dive into the cultural heritage. A great place for that is Casa Jacaranda Cooking School, which is end-on experience of going to the market to pick up ingredients that are in season and actually cooking most of it yourself. You cook it from scratch instead of just watching the chef doing it for you, basically. Another very cultural Mexican adventure is to go to watch a wrestling game. It's called Lucha Libre. Even if it's not your type of things, this is such a fun night out. It's a great immersion into the Mexican way of life and is the second most popular sport or show in the country after football. So you should go enjoy a show of athleticism, banter, Many licra. <laughs> it's a very unique experience. There are 
they are women wrestling as well, by the way. So it's very cool. If you want to leave a mark of Mexico City in your skin, another touch recommendation is to visit the Tattoo Studio, which is also an art gallery called Not a Gallery, Energy. They showcase unique pieces of modern art and amazing painting and a very interesting take into a tattoo studio. So when you are in a new city, you see this unique thing is pretty cool. Fifth sense smell. For this, I can only recommend visiting a chocolate confectionery. You can go to any of them in the city, but this one takes things to the next level. So go to La Rifa. This podcast is very much focused on conscious traveling, which means traveling in a sustainable way. And in doing so, I'm always interested in stores that are transparent with their supply chain, supporting local farmers, and La, La Rifa just does that. The staff is very knowledgeable. They are capable of telling you where the cacao is coming from and the name of the producer in a small farm in a remote village in the middle of the country. So I love that. The cacao beans here are producers in Chiapas and Tabasco. They have they are the ideal condition for growing cacao, but they don't make much sales there due to lower tourism. And they also get little profit back from big multinational producers. So the creator of La Rifa wants to stop that movement and encourage small farmers more. So it's a very beautiful initiative. The smell here obviously is heavenly. And the staff is really helpful on helping you, making a decision on which one to drink. They have dairy free options too, so everyone is welcome. It's open well after dinner too, but be careful because the cacao is very strong and that keeps you up for hours. It gives you a lot of energy. So probably a good afternoon pick-me-up option rather than after dinner. Another honorable mention goes to Panaderia Rosetta, one of the best bakeries in Mexico City. Combine the best of French and European tradition with Mexican ingredients. It's super delicious. Even all the coffee shops in the neighborhood buy their bread and cakes and everything for, from this place. So it belongs to the same chef who owns Rosetta, which is a very famous restaurant in Mexico City. It's actually a, a destination in town when you're actually tired of eating all this rich food, street Mexican food, and want a bit of a modern take, refined modern takes on the Mexican classic. It's an absolutely stunning venue too, full of plants just like my flat, so I love it. <laughs> Sixth sense, intuition. This is my bonus tip. People always ask me whether Mexico City is dangerous. I always respond that, like in, in any other cities, just follow your common sense. For example, if you go watch a wrestling game, jump on a taxi after that, don't hang out in the area, don't take any random taxis, Uber are safe and are plenty. Public transport also are fine too, but if you don't know what you're doing, just don't. I mean, it's also it's crowded anyway, and how can you see a city if you're always on the ground? So there's no point. Another great thing to do in Mexico City is to hang around at one of those cantinas. They are food destinations, very traditional food. You get there for breakfast, or rather, just before lunch. You eat, you drink, you hang in there all day, just people watching, people are chatty, and you end up actually sitting in their table. And this is a good way for you to have a good time and to get a sense of the country and its culture and just have like a kind of a slow day. I think it's a good thing to do when you arrive in town and if you're not sure. Then you should get chatting to people because people always ask me when I travel solo, especially, how do I get to meet people? And those cantinas in Mexico City are a great place for that. 
Well, that's it. Short and sweet. I hope you get to go and share with anyone who wants to. I'll be back in the new year with some exciting destination and very in-depth conversation with guests. Enjoy the holiday season with your loved one. And here's a very simple quote for you to end the year by Dalai Lama. Once a year, go some places you've never been before. And I will be doing just that. Thanks for listening and live inspired. Inspired.